Now, I want to start this off now because your story is just like so, so amazing here. Now, I want to give the listeners a little bit of insight um, on you. Now, you were born and raised in Hong Kong, raised in England. I was born in Hong Kong and raised in England. England. Now you're living in Los Angeles. Correct. Now, what was that experience like growing up experiencing different cultures and and being able to move around a little bit yes uh so i was sent to england for boarding school it was a royal boarding school in the countryside when i was nine years old so i went there to with a little bit of english but i really possibly learned english in a british boarding school so most people ask me who are like what are you you know not because of what i look like but because of my accent right so i call it the international accent (laughs) because (laughs) i've been so you know everywhere um but you know it was scary at the beginning i was young i was nine years old uh luckily i had an older sister and she was three years older than me so i had someone to lead me uh, but still, I was in a boarding school where we were locked, you know, locked into this, like, a, I guess, a, a, a venue uh, with the same age girls. It was an all-girls boarding school. Oh. And then it was independent learning, like learning how to do my own, make my own bed. I mean, it was really uh Training me to be an all-rounded person at the age of nine. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. Um, was, was was that a tradition for you to have to go to boarding school? So, in Hong Kong, a lot of the families who want their children to be more than just book smart ah. tend to send their children to England to go to boarding school. It was definitely something that the Wealthier families for that children. Ah, I got you. I got you. Now, yeah. if if we had to compare boarding school to, um, let's just say, regular school, um, is it a is it a big big difference? It is because we are constantly there, and we don't leave the premise. And we wake up. We 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 have a matron who wakes us up. We get ourselves dressed. Then we go down to have breakfast. Then we go to a hall where we sing hymns and pray and uh, listen to a reading. The whole school gets together. It's about 400 in the school. This is a typical British boarding school upbringing where we wear uniforms. And uh, then we go to lesson one. And then we have breaks and we have lunch. And, but then afterwards, we'll have extracurricular activities. Before we have dinner, ah. and then we would go to bed. So it's all very uniform and organized and strict. So you would say no. Um, I guess I guess without all of the um, worldly distractions and and phones and all that different type Correct. of those devices and stuff. So I, I definitely um, I definitely get that. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, what what inspired you um, to becoming a speaker and um how, how did how did it tie into the film to film and becoming a tv producer um was that always the vision so i was always very creative when i was young at the age of 15 in that same boarding school i was given the role of directing the junior play and i remember enjoying that experience so much and thinking huh i'm actually good at leading a group of people and directing and I had vision, I had creative talent. Um, I was in all the musical, anything that you can think of, like orchestra, I was the leader of the orchestra, I was a school pianist, I sang in magical squires, Um, I I sang in, I just did everything that you can think of to do with music. Um, So I know, I knew that that stage, that at some point in my life, it would probably be suitable for me to be in the music or entertainment business 
acting or whatnot. So once I came to America, which is my choice, I wanted to come to America for university. I went to Boston University. My parents didn't want me to just be an actress or a dancer because that was my goal. My goal was to be on Broadway. Right. And uh, so fast forward, not making it on Broadway, not making it as a singer, dancer, an actor. I tried it all and I have had little bits of success here and there. Um, I then had uh, got married, got my green card and uh, became a mom. Ah, okay. <laughs> so in my 30s, I, I spent all my 30s being pregnant, not pregnant, pregnant, not pregnant, pregnant, not pregnant. I have four children under the age of eight right now okay. uh, with twins as my last pregnancy. And they just turned four. Oh, After yeah. I breastfed them, you know, I breastfed them for about eight months, always together. So people always have a visual. I put them both football holes and fed them uh, milk. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, I decided you know what there's a much bigger calling for me than to just be a mother even though being a mother is one of the best jobs and best titles I have I was feeling a calling from God that I must go out there to do something so I then started going out to attend seminars and uh and I decided once to open up my second company called Social Spotlight Events. During the 30s, I had my first company called Chakras by Didi, which was in a yoga, um, it's a yoga company. Uh, it's a yoga apparel company. So I was in the manufacturing and wholesale and retail business of clothing. And uh, then it became a part-time job because I had the children. And then I opened up Social Spotlight Events where I focus on marrying brands with social media influencers and had some successful events, and which is when I came upon my very first mentor, ah, okay. whom I watched speak. And I was so enamored by what his words, his inspiration, and how he chooses to lead his life and his values right away. I signed up to be his mentee. And because of Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer is what I call my ultimate mentor. Right. He was generous enough and saw so much talent in me that he introduced me to his high network, network which wow. included, yeah, which included getting into this movie that I just finished um, filming. It was like two and a half. Two, two years of my life and they were looking for specifically somebody who's never spoken but wants to speak but are scared to speak uh, and they were looking for an entrepreneur and they're looking for a CEO all of that so I asked them because I love challenges I don't like to be bored so I said you know what can I please be the speaker uh, of the three characters, wow. and they, they, I was, I was the first one on board as a cast member out of a thousand, thousands of people that they interviewed on audition, and they, they actually literally let me pick what I wanted to be on in the movie, which was really nice. How and amazing. that was pretty much the birth of my speaking. How amazing is that? Yeah, so- yeah, you can actually see the movie, which is coming out early 2020. It's called Impact. You'll see how green I was at the beginning and how afraid of speaking I was. The journey of stepping on the United Nations stage, speaking to the world's greatest thought leaders and entrepreneurs. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, that, <laughs> that definitely, definitely is, is not, it's, it's amazing, like, because you said that, um, you, you were afraid of speaking at first? Yes. I mean, I've had experience in acting, singing, dancing, being on stage, uh, uh, which usually you follow a script, you follow, you follow lyrics of songs, and you know your choreography and your dancing. Right. But 
speaking is a different type of performance. You are speaking with your own words and your own story, and you have to be vulnerable right. and be willing to let out the cat in the bag that you know you were so good or successful or one time a failure. You know, so right. it's it's quite a different. To, to challenge, to overcome, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. You're now vibing out. It's the Vibe Show 97.9. We be right back. We're going to jump into a little commercial. We be right back. Let's get into a little bit of that Lil Dane. I go for mine. Show 97.9. We are vibing out with the lovely Didi Wong. Now, Woo! <laughs> I, I want to, you know, um, it, it, it's just, this is all interesting to me and so inspiring. Um, now, Thank you. You also the founder and CEO of Yes Academy, a success-driven educational program for um, entrepreneurs. Um, can we talk about that? And, and how did you, um, what inspired you to develop that? So I was in a TV show called Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch. And it's called Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch because it's put out by Entrepreneur Magazine, which is a huge, amazing magazine. And they have a channel on their website. And they were developing TV programs. I was invited to be one of the judges. Uh, which then got me at the title of becoming an angel investor. Ah. And when I was in, uh, pitched by all these different entrepreneurs, business owners, I just listened to them like, oh my goodness, they had this one opportunity to stand in front of four people who can literally take out money and put it into their company. And they were just not very good. <laughs> uh, you know? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you know, and I was thinking, oh, no, I felt bad. Because I audition all the time. I mean, you know, I'm an artist. I've auditioned all my life. So I know what it means to, when you walk in that room and it's your time, you better do, do great, right? Because right. you have one opportunity. Right. So these entrepreneurs who came in, some of them, were not competent, they know their stuff and their personality was just dull. They just, I thought, hold on a second, I need to be teaching people how to pitch to an angel investor or pitch when you're networking. Right. Like, just come out of yourself and show your personality because you want to connect. The only way people want to do business with you is because they want to be around you and they care for what you know. And they care for your competency right. and how you communicate it, right? Right. So I said to myself, hold on a second. I need to literally write a course and have a workshop or, or a classroom setting to literally teach people how to pitch. And then I'm like, you know what? I need to teach people how to run the business. I need to teach people. So all these things I was thinking, I actually can teach people how to start a business, run a business, make money, and pitch. And all the things that entrepreneurs need to know. So I thought, okay, let me open up a school. So the Yes Academy was first from the TV show 
It's an entrepreneurial mentorship program. We're based in Los Angeles where you can attend workshops and obviously mentor with me privately as well. For me to really step your game up and to pull those talents out of you so that you can double your money in half the time. That's my slogan mentorship program. How amazing is that? How amazing <laughs> is that? In yeah. The, in the process of doing everything, coming up with ways to be able to educate, inform, and give other people an opportunity. Wow, we got to clap it up for that again. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Now, um, the, we, let's continue on. I mean, with, with all of the great yeah, you know, things that uh, you do. Kevin, I, I'll, I'll tell you, Kevin, uh, earlier you asked me a question about how I came upon becoming a producer. Right. Um, and I would, I would love to tell the audience here listening, but because I really want everyone who is listening intently to every single word I'm saying that I actually do choose consciously to actually speak out because languaging, communication, your attitude and the delivery of what you want to say, all of those things are very important to me. Right. And that's that's what makes me an, an exceptional speaker. When I get on that stage, I know how I want to deliver, but with heart and authenticity right. to get my message across. And I solely believe that God put me on this earth to be a messenger to inspire the millions and millions of people around the world. And I've already been doing that. And every time I step off stage, I feel so good because I know somebody in that audience will have listened to me intensely and they will do something different to, to change their lives for the better. Wow. Now, the TV show came because I was at a very low stage of my life. And this is a, my failure story that I want to share with you because, you know, I think it's important to hear the failure stories more than the success stories. Right. And my failure story came at the end of last year, which is less than a year ago, when I wanted to give back to the women in the world by putting on a huge event where I thought I would bring in at least 800 to 1,000 people. That was my goal. I put in all my money. I spent over $350,000 on this one event. Wow. Which was three days of speaking and a dollar. And it was under the name of the Women Economic Forum, which I'm the head of for the Los Angeles chapter. A chapter. Now, this birth, this idea birthed from the fact that I was asked to go to India to speak and received this very prestigious award, which is called the Women of the Decade for Entrepreneurship and Venture Capital. Right. When I went to India, New Delhi, I invited my parents to come. And my lifelong goal, since I was a little girl, is to make my parents proud of me, oh, my yeah. mom and dad. Because being a Chinese girl, deciding to marry us, black guy, half black, half white, deciding to just, uh, live in America and defy what they wanted for me. No, I didn't become a lawyer, I didn't become a doctor, I'm not an engineer, I'm not anything that they could be proud of in the normal cultural sense. Right. I decided to become a speaker. Oh my God, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> what, what is <laughs> yeah, that? You know, yeah. in their sense, you know? Um, it was the very first time they saw me speak in India and they saw the reaction in the audience and they saw how people ran up to me after I spoke and treated me like a celebrity and everyone who saw my parents and knew that they were my parents said oh my god are you TV Wong's parents oh my god we love her we love her you know and then the people who put it on like oh my goodness I'm so honored to have met you we love Didi Wong. She's so amazing. Blah, blah, blah. All the, you know, phrases. So my parents saw this 
with their own eyes. Yeah. They treated me like a totally different human being. After I spoke, after I got my award, and they actually spoke to me like I am an expected human being. And I saw it, it was like literally in their eyes, in their language, in their, so their attitude. I could not believe it. And because I achieved my goal with the Women Economic Forum, I was ready to go out to LA, back to where I live, and do the team event. Right. And have the pay it forward for other women to feel as loved as I felt when my parents saw me speak. And, and give it back to the women who are wanting that for themselves. So I invested over $350,000 for this amazing, beautiful event down in JW Marriott, downtown LA. And I, I fed everyone breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I had like expensive artists who came and sang for us. And it was a really high-end event. Wow. But, on, but in front of the scene, I was smiling and running around, you know, doing my thing, and all the speakers and attendees were so happy. Yet, inside my heart, I had a dagger in me because I knew that I was about to lose over $250,000 because I did not make it up in ticket sales mm. or sponsorship, and I was unable to reach my goal of covering my expenses. And meanwhile, there were people who were so entitled and, and just literally pulled my heart out of me. And I, and I, was, and I was really lost at the end of this, this past year and the beginning of this 2019. Wow. It, it really cleared off a lot of my cash flow that I had in the bank stored and I had to pay off credit cards to law and really the biggest failure in my business life. Right. Mm, yeah. Um, so 2019, I've been building, 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 and building, and using it as my lessons and mistakes to learn from. And uh, you know, I'm happy to say I am paid off with my debt and all of those <laughs> expenses that um, I had to fork out for this beautiful event. And I didn't give up. I am still the head of the Women Economic Forum in LA. Still inspiring women, going around speaking and just touching people's lives one at a time, and making great money, um, using it as a tool to help invest in other people's business and give back to charities. I'm a huge philanthropic person, and yeah, and be able to help other people double their money in half the time. That's really the ultimate uh, satisfaction I get from being a business mentor. You know what? I, 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 we gotta, we gotta clap that up. Um, <laughs> we got to like, I'm see, I'm sitting here almost. I'm sitting here listening to this, and 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 I'm kind of misty-eyed here a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you now. Um, this that that story really touched me, but it gave me this boost as well. Um, you know, because I I feel like that. Um, at times and to hear you overcome that and still not give up on um your vision i just think that that's just amazing and i'm i'm proud of you seriously thank you so much uh, and let me just tell you through all that financial pain mm -hmm. came also the pride pain because remember I told you my parents started treating me so well yes. and, and, you know, respected me and was proud of me. Oh, my goodness. After I did this event and I told them how much money I lost because I, I'm open with my parents and I communicate. Uh, you know, they just went right back to square one and in terms of how they viewed me. And now I'm, again, a failure to them and not... They're not proud of me again. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it went from, you know, so proud of my daughter, so proud of my daughter, uh, to, you know, how could you lose two hundred over $250,000? What were you thinking? And all of those 
terrible words that I could hear from my dad writing me an email. Um, just, I, I mean, of course, I, I had to own up to my mistake. It's true. What Absolutely. he's saying is true to me. You right. know, it's not like he's not reprimanding me for something that I didn't do. He's reprimanding me for something that I did do and own up to the fact that I failed, <laughs> right? <laughs> Wow. Oh, so it was Man. really hard this year. Yeah, my my relationship with my parents this past year has been this not past year, but this year, 2019, has been really difficult. And you know, I I, I know that there is a lesson to be learned, Absolutely. and through some energy healing that I've been doing in the past few weeks, and uh, letting go and uh, learning that, you know, that bygone be bygone type thing, you know, I'm making an effort with them yet again and, um, you know, wanting to build a bond with them again. So it's, it's getting better, I have to say. Well, you know what? We're we going to clap up on that one right there. It's getting better. <laughs> We're going to go up until a little commercial. It's the Vibe Show 97.9 with the lovely Didi Wong. We'll be right back. We're going to get into a little bit of that Jimmy Bands. Show 97.9. We are back with my lovely guest. Oh, we are having so much fun right now. The lovely Didi Wong. Now, now, you know what? Um, in the midst of all of that that's going on, um, you and your husband also have an interior design company, J2 d2 designs and have completed um full multi-million dollar renovations with your own signature transitional style and am i saying it right fin shui correct i'm trying okay okay say it one more time feng shui feng shui that's right. Oh, I, I'm, I'm probably still saying it wrong. <laughs> Good job, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Can we talk about that a little bit, too? Yes. Okay. So when we first bought our first house together, we had our son, who was one and a half years old. Uh, we found a beautiful property. Uh, it was about 4,000 square feet with uh, uh, 19,000 uh, hold on. Uh, what is that? Acres, I think. So that's just a lot of big land, like a big piece of land. And um, we decided to gut our the house. Uh, and we actually did. We did this TV show, by the way, called Selling LA. We found our house on the TV show, by the way. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> and. Uh, it was very old school. It was in, you know, stuck in the 60s type of design. 
but you know, the bones were good. Uh, so I, we wanted to gut it out. And through this project, we realized that we worked really well as a couple. We never once argued uh, with the color of paint, with the tiles, or what toilet we made by, or anything. It was such a beautiful experience as a couple to bond over. Right. That we decided, hey, we're actually really good at this because everyone who steps into my house just say, oh my God, your house is so beautiful. And, and, and I never knew I was an interior designer until I did my own house. You got to send me some pictures of that too. Yeah, I'll send you some pictures so you can see. Definitely. And then uh, my husband too, he has great aesthetics in, in design and we just love doing it together. Like for people who go to candy stores and they enjoy candy, um, for me, it's going to tile stores. Like for me, that's candy for me, you know, and, and all these different tiles and, and, and what can I choose for the fireplace? What can I choose for this part of the house? And so we decided, hey, we're good at this. The architect who was working with us said to me, Didi, you are so personable. People just love talking to you. And you're so smart with, you know, ideas. And you have such a handsome husband who's also so smart. And, you know, Michael is really good at stuff that I'm not good at. And I'm great at stuff that he's not good at. So we're really complimentary of each other. Right. You guys need to do interior design. Do you know how much people are getting paid for doing what you guys do? Oh, man. I'm telling you a lot. I was like... Oh my God, I need to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we just embarked on this you know, journey of uh, creating our own company called J2D2 Designs because we have two J's, Jean-Pierre Joliet and two D's, Dion and Dior. We have four children. That's why it's J2D2. Um, and we were able to come across properties uh, that were... You know, it, we, we, usually, we usually work on nice neighborhoods that have older houses right. um, that want to build nicer homes that would match other nicer homes in the area kind of thing. So that's why I say multi-million dollar homes. Um, and I bought another house to play with. And uh, I, I was floored with how well I designed it. And this was my own project. And uh, I'm telling you, everyone who walks into my Airbnb house just cannot believe that I did that all on my own. So I really, this is this is something that came upon. Wow. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I'm good at this. And I love doing it. See what I'm saying? Multi-talented, blessed with so many different <laughs> talents and gifts. Clap it up, man. Clap it up, clap it up. Clap it up, clap it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, Kevin, you know, I realize I still haven't answered your question about my TV producing because I know people want to know this. You know they do. Yeah, anybody who's listening, I am doing, uh, producing season two of a TV show called Awakening Giant. And we are actually in the casting process right now. You so if you today. want to... If you are a successful entrepreneur and you're you're an expert in your field and you love the personal development world and you love traveling around the world to push yourself to the limit and want to be philanthropic and give back, then absolutely please contact Kevin so that you can have my contact details so that uh, we can we can have an interview. Because uh, we're looking for entrepreneurs who really want to push themselves to the limit, be it bungee jumping or public speaking or anything that you might want to overcome as a fear. And then we travel to India, to Nepal, you know, different places where we will be literally getting on our hands and knees to give back to, to the, those who are in need. And season two is about freedom, and we're focusing on human trafficking. So this is a really intense subject. Oh, yeah, definitely. That could be so serious that if you find yourself too emotional or too... You, you cannot deal with the sadness that goes on with that subject, you may not be the right fit for us. 
because you gotta you gotta be strong to to help conquer this craziness that's happening in our world right in our backyard really Right. Um, so, so we're giving back in that way to raise awareness for human trafficking, and we're going to be trained by the airline ambassadors on how to spot happenings in airports and potential kidnapping scenarios and stuff like that. So it's amazing. Yeah. You know what? You're amazing. <laughs> I just love you, and and I'm just glad that um, we have made that connection because any type of way that um and I and I plan on getting with you on um so we can network, and any way that I can uh, help me and my team in any type of way to be able to push that agenda forward. We definitely want to um, be connected and be a part of that in any kind of way that we can. And anybody um that's listening right now. Um, you guys, make sure that y'all hit me up, um, 225-627-2042, if you want information on that, or hit me up on IG, um, Kano the Don, K-A-N-O-D-A-D-O-N-2975, and we can um, get you guys plugged in and connected. We're going to clap it up again for my friend. <laughs> this is my friend right here. Don't mess with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because I'm going to do some kung fu chops on you guys. That's, that's right. That's right. You're going to get chopped up. I'm telling you. Now, look, um, I, I want to also congratulate you on um, best-selling author um, of success, Breakthrough. Breakthrough, yes. Um, I want to congratulate you on that. And um, you also have appeared on NBC, ABC, CBS, Bravo, E and Fox. Yes. How amazing is that? What was those experiences like? Oh, can I can I be a little? Um, I, I I you know I love accolades, and those are important for business people. But I'm gonna get real. Okay, uh, it. When it comes to becoming a well-known businesswoman or an entrepreneur. You need to go out there and work on your PR and your media and your credibility. So, yes, it sounds amazing. I've been on this and that and that and that. At the end of the day, anybody who wants to be on them, they just have to hire a publicist or a PR company. You can even submit yourself to get on that. So I'm, I'm trying to be real here so that you as listeners don't have to feel like, oh, my God, I can't relate to TV because... I was in your shoes just two years ago, and I was—I just had my twins when I finished breastfeeding. Oh, this is actually three years ago now. But I, I want you guys to know that as entrepreneurs, and you have an idea, you have a brand, you have a business, you know, it's not hard to get yourself out there, especially with social media now. And, you know, you can literally just contact the stations, and there's many ways of getting yourself out onto the media scene. So that you can say you have been on NBC, ABC, CBS. That sounds really, really amazing, and it is amazing, but it's not something that you can't achieve. Right. And that's what I just wanted to say. You know, it really is, and that's nothing, nothing to do with how great I am, or it's just I found someone who, who was, you know, really believing in who I am. And submitted me to be on the news channel to talk about my expertise. So if you need help with that too, I can absolutely help entrepreneurs get more seen, uh, get more stages if you are a speaker. Uh, and really, you have to build up your public figure persona right. in order for people to know about you. Um, and, and don't skimp on PR. I think that is really a, a good lesson, a, a good takeaway from this interview today. You know what? You know what? Um, what's amazing is me and my good friend, um, Stephen, we were talking about this. Uh, I think just yesterday we were talking about um, pretty much the same thing that you were talking about. Um, just just trying to to. We were talking about the PR ship and we were also talking about um, things, things basically putting in the work to to really get yourself out there. But, you know, sometimes even putting in the work, sometimes, you know, 
you, you don't have those connections. You know, right. That's and, why and, you need me. <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? And I just think that it's just um, it's not a coincidence that we're having this conversation, but that you you're saying that and putting that energy out there, letting people know that you are available. It's just hitting me a different type of way. And I really, really appreciate that from you. <laughs> Thank you. Clap, clap, clap. Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up. Um, I want to put the website out there too. Um, www.ddwong.com. That's D-I-D-I-W-O-N-G.com, um, which it has um, a lot of information on there. Contact information, booking information as well. Um, also, Instagram, um, that's at D-D-Wong, D-I-D-I-W-O-N-G, official. That's at D.D. Wong, official, D-I-D-I-W-O-N-G-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, official. <laughs> to get connected, people, get connected and stop making excuses. <laughs> I want to ask you, um, ask you to, um, I love this quote here. Um, you said, raising four kids respectfully and all-rounded humans is truly more challenging than making a multi-million dollar company can we explain that quote well i always believe that as a parent the biggest badge of honor the biggest achievement any parent could ask for is to have raised good, respectful human beings. And if, if, they, if all four of them grow up, you know, when they turn 40 or 50, and they can look at themselves, they have their own families, and they are truly feel, if they truly feel like they have a good head on, head on their shoulders, they care about the world, they want to give back, create a legacy for their children, then I am... I will die a happy mommy. And that's what I'm trying to say is that raising children is so difficult nowadays because of all the influences out there. And you just have to pray that they will grow up to be great people. Um, and, and so that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, running a multi-million dollar company just takes strategies, communication, uh, you know, structure, all of that. But when you have children that you have to raise and become great human beings and run their own multi-million dollar company right. and be great at it, that is the biggest challenge in life. That's what I'm, I was saying about that. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. Um, let's, um, let's do some shout outs real quick. Um, this is a, a spot in the show where I, I allow the guests to do some shout outs to family, the team, um, anybody that you want to shout out right now, let's, let's shout them out. Let's yeah. Let's shout out. This is, this shout is them out. Call them out. Call them out. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I would shout out to all the people in Hong Kong because they're going through some devastating times right now. Uh, it's, it's sad to even think about it, but everyone, please be safe in Hong Kong with all the politics happening there. My mom and dad, my older sister in Malaysia, my younger sister in Hong Kong, and my nephews and nieces. I shout out to my husband. Yes. <laughs> so it's always so good to me. Um, shout out to my mentors. I have Dave Meltzer as my mentor. He is the CEO of Sports One Marketing. Uh, shout out to my other vision expert mentor, Carrie Conley, who helps me direct my opportunity uh, and ideas and make sure that I stay on my path. Shout out to some of my great friends, Amelia Antonetti and uh, my mommy friends. And you know what? The most important is shout out to you listeners who listen to uh, the Vibe Show. Because without you guys who want to learn, who really are listening to, want to take to the next step, to the next level of your life, um, you guys are the ones that I would 
I would shout out to and praise and clap for myself. You know what? We're going to clap it up for them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put those social platforms out there for them in ways that they can connect, please. Social platforms. Okay. Facebook at CD Wong Official. Instagram at CD Wong Official. LinkedIn at CD Wong. Twitter at CD Wong. And what else do I use? Pinterest at CD Wong. <laughs> <laughs> But most importantly, if you want to just reach me, I am not someone who is hard to reach. You could just write to DD at DDWong.com. Absolutely. Now, in closing, um, which I could talk to you forever, which you know you got to come back on here too. <laughs> Um, if you had, and, and I mean, you've been dropping jewels the whole time. Um, but I always ask my guests, um, in closing some, some closing remarks or whatever. Can you, can you, um, drop some more nuggets on the way heading out? Um, for anybody that may be feeling down, need some type of uplift, some encouraging words or, uh, some, something can, can, can we, can we say something? To, Absolutely. To... <laughs> you're, you're asking the right person. I love motivating and inspiring. I would say treat yourself as your own best friend. So you have to do everything in your power to be comfortable in your own skin. Be it Surrounding yourself with people who lift you up, erasing those people who are negative and exhaust you after you speak to them. Friends are there for a reason and a season. Mm. So don't feel guilty if your friends see you rise up and they're jealous of you, they don't speak well of you. You can tell that they're not liking your post or loving your post. I'm not commenting when you're talking about how, you know, when you've achieved, um, you know it, you know those people. And I say to begin the new decade, 2020, like, you know, what we understand in 2020, get clear, get clarity in what you want to achieve for yourself. And please go out and find yourself a mentor because without a mentor, I would not be the BB Wong that I am today. Amen. I think I found my mentor. <laughs> I found my mentor right now. You guys right now, I'm telling you right now, um, if, if you miss this episode right now, I'm going to be air this thing again, man. This is a classic right here. Um, For the people that were sleeping under a rock and missed it, it's okay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna bring this back. This was truly truly amazing. Um, though um, the website again, um, www.ddwong.com. Make sure you guys go and check that website out. Um, you also got some stuff on what what is that? Uh, Amazon Prime Video. Can we can we put that out there? Um, the projects. Yes. So I was so blessed. To be alongside Larry King as an executive producer of a TV show called In Case You Didn't Know with Nick Nanton. So it's a typical talk show where we bring in very highly successful subjects to interview. So the epi recent episode that we filmed was with Robert Kiyosaki, Japanese guy mogul who created Rich Dad for Dad. You know that book uh, about real estate and how to get rich in real estate? Rich Dad for Dad. Anyway, so that was, uh, yeah, definitely look it up on Amazon Prime in case you didn't know with Nick Manson. You guys heard it right there on Amazon Prime video right now. Um, it's out. Um, website again, www.diddywong.com. Um, we have contact information on there and booking information. Um, Instagram, make sure that y'all follow her on Instagram and all of her other social platforms. Oh my God, I can't believe we got to go. I don't want to. 
<laughs> you gotta come back on here now. We we gotta we gotta bring you back on here. But me and you, we are definitely gonna be um networking. I have found my mentor now, and I am so happy about that. We want to thank you, and we are wishing you more blessings and more success on everything, everything that you're involved with, and and on your mission with pushing thank the touch you. of the world. We just thank you so much. Oh, one more thing. Uh, just so you, you keep in touch with me um, and know the newest and greatest thing that I'm doing, I will be featured in the Oprah magazine in the March issue. So please go out and get that Oprah magazine so you can read even more about me. Definitely. Um, we're going to be getting with you on getting that information so we can help promote that and put that out there. So I will definitely be getting with you uh, off air. We got a lot of work to do. It's the one and thank only. Thank you, guys. Didi Wong. It's the Vibe Show 97. Thank you, thank you. We love you. Oh, thank you, Kevin. Yeah, I had a drink. Yeah, I smoke. Yeah, you think I need you, but I don't. Just left by Dubai with all my folks. With the Vibe Show. 97.9. Your Vibe. My guest, Diddy Wong, it was amazing, y'all. I just want to shout out everybody right now who jumped on the live. Y'all already know how we do it. It's the Vibe Show 97.9. We show nothing but love. Let me go back up here and shout everybody out that jumped on here. This is the shout-out hour. All right. Let's see here. Let's bring this thing up, man. Bring this thing up so I can get in here and see these people, man. All right. We got... uh. My partner produced by Mizzle. Shout out to Mizzle for jumping on the live. Dress underscore close underscore retail underscore wholesale. Shout out to you. Appreciate that love. S-A-Q-U-I-C-M-A-R-O. Mario 38. Shout out to you. Steven Kuko. What's up, my brother? The one and only, the Atomic Blonde. Appreciate that love. All my people, I love y'all so much. Um, O-R-L-A-S underscore P-L. Appreciate that love. My sister, Miss CEO Kim. I love you. Appreciate that love. L-E-N-I-I-K-O-M. Appreciate that love. My brother, Ike underscore Morgan. I appreciate that love, man. Always showing love. Underscore lost underscore boy underscore 05. Shout out to you. Hold up. My live messing up. Let me get back on there. Shout out to you. Um, E-L-G-U-E-T-T-O-W-T-F Shout out to you Appreciate that love R-I-B-A-L 69 Appreciate that love I-M-T-A Bree J-315 Appreciate that love It's the Vibe Show 97.9 Y'all already know how I do it I appreciate y'all I love y'all Peace, love, and blessings to everybody I'm on, let's go City with me cause I'm home, bro. I've been up more than my phone. Don't leave me alone, me on my own, no. I got a